Oh, hello, Evil Man listeners. It's so nice to see you once more. Can I get you something to eat or drink? This is Michael here, just stopping by to announce that, yes, the rumors are true, I am recording an album of stand-up comedy, humor, and jokes on two amazing nights this June at Toronto's Comedy Bar. It's going to be Thursday, June 22nd at 9.30pm and Friday, June 23rd at 7pm. Both shows are going to be hosted by Evil Men favorite Jackie Pirico and will feature some very special guests that you will not want to miss. Tickets are available at comedybar.ca and in this episode's show notes. Once again, I'm recording a comedy album June 22nd and 23rd. I'd love to see you there and give you something to eat or drink while I'm performing on stage. Me a fat fuck right in front of it. Right in front of it. What did you do it? That's exactly what you did. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of. Evil Hot Summer Night Edition. <laughs> That's right. We're at my apartment. It's really hot today, and it's really hot in here. It's quote wet, Nelly. Wet and sticky. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very humid. Mm-hmm. It's like a steam bath outside. Absolutely. And Mike, you can see onto my balcony from your point of view. Mm-hmm. So you it's up to you to make sure that Cupcake does not jump on the railing and fall down to the ground below again. It's a lot of responsibility, but I'm willing to live with it and to do whatever I need to do. You guys might see me just dive over the balcony <laughs> at a certain point if I think I see something. Thank you. Um, and that's just the way I am. But if you uh, see something, dive over something. <laughs> do you guys like this hot, sticky weather? You know? mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like wearing shorts, no socks, and a light shirt. Yeah. Also, this is our first episode back together in a long time, in a few episodes. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. it's nighttime on a Friday, mm-hmm. and we've got weed gummies, weed <laughs> droplets for our tea, tequila sodas, and what do you have, Mike? A zero sugar... Zero carbs, uh, lemon vodka soda pre-mixed drink. Okay, that, that sounds, sounds fun. awesome. We're yeah. like the Sinaloa cartel with all of our <laughs> vices and drugs and uh, <laughs> snacks. And oh my god, Chris's awesome wife Kathleen gave us a bag of chips. Yeah, we gave you a bag of chips to bring. Yeah, so you're literally Kathleen rocks. You're literally all that and all that and a bag of chips. Ahoy. <laughs> You know what? Um, I wonder if Sinaloa weed drug crime cartels had bowls of chips at their meeting. <laughs> <laughs> and if you if it was your week to bring the chips and you forgot, <laughs> oh, you fuck. paid the ultimate price. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You lived in a sewer full of uh, alligators. Damn. Mm. One of the craziest things I ever heard about Chapo's, El Chapo's house, was it had a room where, I, I may have brought this up, it stuck with me, I've probably brought it up on here before, 
but there was a drain in the middle of the room and the floor was sloped yeah. so that the slaughtered people who have been tortured, their blood would go like, you know, travel directly to the drain. Man. I need a room like that <laughs> for <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> well, I heard he had a room beyond. I mean, that's horrific, but I heard he had all sorts of rooms because he designed the house according to his like tastes. Yeah. I heard he had a whole room just devoted to his collection of Ghostbusters memorabilia and toys. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, That's there's cool. a, a mariachi band that sings about El Chapo and his love of Ghostbusters. Yeah. What room did you hear that El Chapo he loved the Ghostbusters? <laughs> Across the street. I don't mean it to sound racist. I genuinely, extremely love mariachi bands. Absolutely. You know, you know who I... And I thought of that because Narcos... I'm sorry, James, no. cut you off. But Narcos Mexico had an episode where... Okay, Diego Luna, the guy from the Star <clears throat> Wars show that Mike will never watch. Yes, which we will not mention. Andor. Uh, Wait, is, is Chapo part of the Star Wars universe? <laughs> Yeah, he escapes from an imperial prison. <laughs> yeah. I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> no, he no Diego Luna, who plays the main rogue guy, mm. or whatever <laughs> rebel guy from Rogue One and Andor. He also plays Felix Guerrero, who was like an original drunk king, kingpin in Mexico. And there's one episode where they play this classic mariachi song, like. Mariachi bands used to, like, I think they still do. They sing, like, long, epic. It's almost like... About the misadventures of the uh, cartel heads. Yeah, you know, it's like the medieval guys with the lutes that would sing about the triumphs of the king and the knights and stuff. It's like that. Like, it's so cool. And then my Mexican... He had two iPhones, and one was for personal, and one was just for business. Yeah. Yeah, if you translate it, it's like... He threw out the burner account. <laughs> yeah, it's like, he um, had a sloped room for the blood and it got stooped. I love that stuff so much. And my brother-in-law is from Mexico and pointed me in the direction of some sick-ass mariachi bands. Cool. I'll tell you guys about it sometime. Show you guys when some you stuff. were a kid, did you have a Gypsy King CD? No, I think but I, I, they were big when we yeah, were kids. My bro- I think my brother had their CD, and I would like I'd rock the Gypsy King CD, and it was like it was the time of baila, world. Baila, 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 baila. Like, Have you heard oh, like he's their version of My Way? Have you heard that? Did did they they s- my <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, they did they like, sing Bumbleya? Yes. Man, that's good stuff. We meet, we're recording the bonus episode after this. Bumbleya. Bumbleya. Couldn't release a song like Sorry. that these days, could you? Bumbleya. No, but wait. also James's patio or It's okay. Door is open, so I really wanted to belt it. <laughs> that era of world music was like Enya, the Gypsy Kings, oh, those and like Paul, McC- uh, Paul Simon's Graceland. Oh. Uh, everyone's parents had those, and we're like, "Oh yeah. We, yeah, we can travel the world using our car tape deck." Yeah, <laughs> just have a glass of wine inside and listen to Paul Simon, and it's like you're in Africa. <laughs> I think that I, I could get a lot, a lot, a lot of hate uh, for this, but I feel like Mike is already on my side. I don't know about you, James, Ooh. but I feel like Paul Simon 
is one of the luckiest nerds to ever get the fame that he got. I think he's weirdly like the he's so cringe to me. Was it you he's guys? He's just like the nerdiest guy. Was it Do you, you guys? feel what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> was it you guys or Ebony who was telling me that in a Woody Allen movie, yeah, he's he, like a nerd and who and then I wasn't telling then, you that, but well, he's the, in Annie Hall. But I Right, and that. the young girl he likes then likes Paul Simon at the end as like an even bigger nerd that girls like for some reason. Well, it's it's it's, it's Diane Keaton. Yeah. yeah, she dates he's, him in LA. He's her like mentor musically kind of or he's I like see. a record exec or something okay. yeah. I forget exactly yeah. but that felt true to who he yeah. is as a person maybe like imagine a lucky Woody nerd. Allen's mind mm-hmm. he's like who's an alpha male that all women would <laughs> fall in love with I know Paul Simon <laughs> yeah Woody Allen was always like we need me to like uh, fight a nerd <laughs> and it's like well you're the nerd Woody and it's like no I'm not <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell if that was Woody Allen or Joey or both. No, I'm no, not. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's like imagine it's so the testosterone funny, like, on the set though, like the alpha male energy when you got yeah. Paul Simon and Woody Allen on the same <laughs> set. <laughs> yeah, here's to you, Mrs. Ro- no, here's not to you, Mrs. Robinson. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> how how old is Mrs. Robinson? <laughs> is she significantly younger? She's too old. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Bumbleo! It's so commanding the way they sing it. Oh yeah. Oh my god, does it command the room? I wonder Everybody, if Woody Allen's ever Everybody's li- aunt stops <laughs> when that chorus comes on. I wonder if Woody Allen's ever listened to Bumbleo. Yes. He, if he did, know? he would drop his clarinet and turn white <laughs> as a ghost, I'm sure. I got to, I need to get one of those extra big guitars. <laughs> I'm heavily into mariachi music these days. <laughs> maybe I can't the, make it to the Oscars. Maybe on the, I got to play my, in my mariachi <laughs> band. <laughs> maybe on the bonus we should play Gypsy Kings as a sound bed or something. <laughs> oh, that's stuck in my head. But you know what? I hate to be like someone's cranky music now. I wonder no, who it is. It's it could... summer in Toronto and someone's yeah. cranking music on their fucking patio. It could be my I wonder if they're trying to battle my bumbalea. Well, what are they playing? Can you hear? Some sort of indie rock? I can't remember, but back when lockdown. My neighbor upstairs, who is actually really cool, was yeah. pl- like, you know, when people were having fun playing music on their balconies, you know, when everyone was locked down, and that yeah. was fun. Could be him. He's yeah. a party animal. He um, he dropped a joint down. He's like, I think I dropped a joint down there. You guys can smoke it if you want. Aww. <laughs> yeah, he's cool. It was raining drugs. Yeah, it's, it's raining. raining drugs. Oh, sorry, yeah. James. No. I'm the worst singer of the three, and I always jump in and try to sing my heart out. No. Should we do a speaker battle with the person across from you and start cranking Paul Simon's still crazy after all these years (laughs) in their direction? My favorite Paul Simon song goes like this. (laughs) Yeah, he invented that type of singing. (laughs) I feel like there's there's a Canadian conceptual artist. Is it Michael Snow or someone like that? He did the wavelengths and like. Yeah. Uh, he may have designed those geese in the Eden in the Eden Center. Oh yeah. yeah! I don't know if I got his name right. Uh, right now, a placeholder mm. name. Michael, is Michael Keith. I don't know. Snow. Michael Snow. Oh, Michael Snow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Just like but I'm pretty sure it was still him. Someone was telling me it might have been Bob Wiseman, who we met through Laugh Sabbath like 20 years ago. He, someone was telling me, and I feel like it might have been him. Maybe it was someone else. Uh, maybe it was John McCurley. God, this is getting too inside baseball. Anyways, Michael Snow, I'm pretty sure, made a conceptual pop album using African rhythms and African background singing like Graceland, right? Then it got like critically acclaimed or, you know, people were like, wow. This is, and he's like, I made all this here by myself. <laughs> he's like, I didn't like he's, he's making fun of Paul Simon <laughs> for going to a- Africa and like exploiting all these people and, uh, to make the, his album. Breaking the like uh, the boycott on South Africa in the 80s. Yeah. 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 It, yeah, it was apartheid, right? Yeah. And he was just like, yeah, but I got an idea. <laughs> yeah. Paul Simon's like, I'm small enough to pass under the fence without anyone noticing me sneaking into South Africa. But also, here's another thing that all the lame-ass, yuppie dads and moms of the 80s didn't realize, <laughs> maybe, about Graceland. But fucking Brian Eno and David Byrne were already doing all that polyrhythmic oh yeah like African influenced music they are, were already exploiting that stuff <laughs> for their gains like so five years stole, earlier he stole from Africa and David Byrne and Brian Eno <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, yeah and I'm sure there were others right but you know what I'm yeah maybe Paul Simon he would like go to jumped, Mars he, like he tried to break barriers or whatever yeah. But and, and but he but he was still jumping on a trend like five years later. I think See what should, I'm saying? Paul Simon should go to Ugh, Mars. I can't take it. He should go to Mars <laughs> and steal the music of Mars and make an album of Martian music. Mm. I do like Call mm. Me Out. Mm. Sorry to say. I saw a guy in a public washroom uh, the other day who came out of a stall and he was a big tall guy. No judgment. Hey, I wish I was tall. And then he Me had too. the longest ponytail, like down below his ass. And I was like, that must create... And it wasn't like um, up in a bun or anything. It was just like flowing back down behind his ass. Wow. I was like, that must be hard in a wiping Oh, now I'm interested. What, what your hair is getting into? Yeah, Wait, his hair was by his ass while he was shitting? His hair was... <laughs> Could have been, could have been, he might have put it in the toilet while he... <laughs> I mean, it's probably happened. Do guys with really, really, really huge long dicks, do they, does the dicks sit submerged in the water okay, I can answer when you take that. a shit? Because Not I, be- I can hit, well... Because mine doesn't. Mine doesn't either, but I had a friend at U of T who, he was oh, one shit, of those... I flushed he had my a dick bi- down the toilet. Yeah, Actually, I shit on my own from, dick. He was not from Canada. Oh, but he uh, <laughs> Canadians. <laughs> oh, I w- I wouldn't get it if it was a Canadian, but if he's outside yeah. of Canada, okay, okay. And uh, he was one of those guys that <laughs> would love to to pretend he hated to admit that he had a huge dick. Like he'd always be like, "Oh, I couldn't, you know, um, I I got with my girlfriend for the first time and." Uh, Oh, it was kind of a surprise. I don't want to talk about why. You know, that kind of thing. And like, why? Uh, she was... Uh, I thought my dick was really big. Like, you know what I mean? People who always find ways to humble brag about their dick yeah. size. Anyway, he humble bragged that <laughs> when he sits to sit in the damn toilet, his dick gets in the water. 
You know what? It's very easy to prevent that from happening. I will probably, I, I will say, I'll say that right now. Like well, how 15 years ago, at least, maybe more, I will have to tell you guys <laughs> off record oh. when we're done this episode. But I made that kind of joke. I was like, imagine a guy with a really huge dick. I, does it just sit in the water of the toilet? And that's yeah. what I just reminded remembered now. Yeah. But one of our close friends oh my God. said some people do have that problem, actually. And, and they didn't say about themselves, yeah. but they were. But again, but, they're but they didn't to, say who they, how they know that. What a weird brag! Like, let's just say some of us sometimes our penises touch our feces. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's uh, yeah, it's a shame. But you, my giant dick actually has to touch the toilet mouth? water as I poo into it. Can you mouth to us who that is? What? Can you mouth to us who that is? <laughs> I am really Secret. surprised. Oh, I love that we did a spoilers like the, that black typed spoilers oh thing live for this podcast. I'm actually surprised, but did I good for mouth him. it or did I say it I softly? I think it's <laughs> <laughs> you did whisper it. I did, but so you all can hear it, right? Well, you Mike, can, I know Mike friend can, might listen to this right. episode. Mike can beep it out. No one wants their Doop. their awful secret of having a huge penis uh, leaked. Yeah. <laughs> But. Penis is in the shitter again. <laughs> but the thing Get is, the wet is I did have a friend that I worked with. Like, <laughs> you know how I worked at Fresh? <laughs> Imagining someone like, yeah, it sucks. You know, every once every few months I have to call the plumber because I accidentally flushed my dick down the toilet and get <laughs> yeah. stuck and uh, you know, I'm trapped. <laughs> yeah, like how a guy gets his hand stuck in the vending machine. <laughs> Imagine your dick is stuck in the hole. Like, yeah, oh, it's being it's, yanked. I'm kind like of fucking the toilet right now. Nine one one. I'm not gonna lie. So this is embarrassing it's, for me. But the toilet like is vacuum. sucking my dick. <laughs> Please don't tell my girlfriend. But there was this guy I worked with. Remember, I worked at that like trendy hip restaurant. I do uh, in. <laughs> The mid to late 2000s, hip hip part of town at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was this waiter who was like, Mr. Cool. <laughs> and his girlfriend, um, <laughs> who we all know too. But yeah, it's okay. Anyways, I was think I was saying like, God, you know, like your girlfriend's, she's so pretty. Like I, she's one of the prettiest girls. Like I... <laughs> I still think that to this day. But you said this that to the, like such a, to such the a guy. beautiful woman. My friend, your girlfriend is the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. <laughs> Give her to me. But like, please? But no, like I was think I was, you know, you could talk like that. It was just kind of, it wasn't yeah, like too, too lecherous. It was just like complimentary. Hey, can, I ask, can I ask your girlfriend to go to the nude beach with me? Yeah. Take my hand. Uh, but he was like, yeah, she rules type of thing, you know. But also was like, but... The sex is hard because my hog is too big for her. He called it his hog. Uh. And so, like, now I'm picturing this girl who I think is, like, super striking and gorgeous being like, ouch! (laughs) (laughs) With his stupid... And this guy being like, my hog, baby. Um, well, Should we might, not have this in the episode? He he might be... He was trying to alpha you because he's like, oh, you think my girlfriend's hot, huh? Well, yeah. guess what? I have a huge dick. Yeah, and it sucks. We can't even have and sex it actually because sucks. it's so but, big. <laughs> <laughs> I flush still. it down the toilet and it doesn't fit in my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I don't know if he was trying to alpha me. I think he was just like, but I know you're joking, but it's like, I think I reminded him of it years later and he was like, oh God, I said that. How embarrassing. So who knows what he was on about at that day, but it was pretty funny. It must be cool to have a really big wing. But anyways, I was thinking this because (laughs) Mike was talking about the tall man at the gym, right? Well, he was. It was just in a public bathroom, not the gym. Oh, but sorry, he, sorry. But he had a huge long ponytail, and I was like, "Imagine your wife being suddenly finally your own hair is there." <laughs> <laughs> that would suck. Or this is the worst scenario: you're on a date or at the office. Yeah. You poo in the toilet. Yes. Then you go to your desk or the dinner table or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you smell something funny, and there's yeah. poo on your hair. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. There's no. Uh, and then you try to burn it off and you burn yeah. lay your hair on fire and then you get that burnt hair and yes. burnt poo smell burnt hair and, poo. and you're like this is the worst date ever but Mike talking about how awesome you're not tall but how awesome it would be to be tall it'd be so nice it made me think like the other day I had this thought and my dick is fine it's yeah. average as we've, yeah. I think we've all established we're not freaking out about our dicks on this podcast no, over and over again no. but height wise too I was like Man, the other day I was like, man, what I wouldn't do, and this is a vulnerable man being honest here. Yeah, 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 I can tell. I can tell Uh, about your Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. (laughs) Man, what I wouldn't do for an extra two inches in length on my legs Mm -hmm. and two inches on my wang. And the wang (laughs) is fine. I'm saying it again. It's totally fine. But what man out there doesn't want two more inches just for fun? I guess it would be cool. It must be a neat, I guess. If like, no matter what your dick is, you want no, no, two more sure. inches. That's it, just the way a man your is. First time with someone, the person reacts by being like, "Whoa, what a big wang!" That probably was great. Yeah. Chris, Sorry, it doesn't fit, and you flush it down the toilet all the time. <laughs> Chris, but... we're part of the two-inch movement. <laughs> yeah. We're demanding the government gives us two, two more inch inches. Movement. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take our trucks to Parliament. <laughs> Fuck you, Trudeau. My dick is, needs two more inches. We put like a we put a scaffold up with a noose for Trudeau to hang him in, unless he gives us two more inches. <laughs> so before we move on, let's have a word from our partner, Athletic Greens. I take AG1 in the morning before starting my day, and it makes me feel really good. It really improves my energy. Yeah, me too. I've been taking it every morning with a glass of water before uh, having toast and eggs and anything. And uh, I've noticed a lot in uh, a lot of difference in digestion and uh, metabolism speeding up, maybe, and uh, overall energy. Yeah, I'm into athletic greens. I got to tell you. Yeah, they sent us uh, AG1 to try out. And I genuinely 100% actually really do like it. Yeah, it's helped my digestion too. Feels good getting all your vitamins and minerals at once. It's like complicated if you want to try to take a bunch of different supplements. This all comes together. And that's it's really nice to just have one scoop of powder in water once a day. Boom. There's all the stuff you need. Yeah. Honestly, me got big, dumb brain. And it feels like my brain is coated with uh, big hunks of cheese and bacon fat a lot of the times. Yeah. And since I've been taking Athletic Greens regularly, it feels like it's chipped away at that and given my brainal uh, lobes more breathing space, like energy. Does that make sense? Yes. It's a nice way to make yourself healthier without having to do a lot. Here's a package, mix it in some water, and you're doing good stuff to your body. Yeah. So- yeah, I 
really have enjoyed getting AG1. I'm going to keep getting it. I really like it. And uh, Chris, it sounds like you do too, my friend. I say yes to Athletic Greens. If you are looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash evilmen. That's athleticgreens.com slash evilmen. Check it out. Guys, before we get to our subject this week, I w- I've been wanting all day to tell you both that we have a Patreon. Oh, my you God. Can, yes, yes. Um, awesome. Yeah, you can find it on the internet. Okay. Patreon.com slash evilmen. Is there like fun bonus stuff on it and stuff? Yes. If you sign up, which is only a few simple bucks a month that you probably wouldn't even notice being spent. Okay. Um, you get at least two bonus episodes a month, and we do keep talking about upping that, which we're going to do at some point mm-hmm. soon. Mm-hmm. And access to our Discord, which is a chat room where we're in there chatting with everybody. People are giving us topic suggestions and weird way cooler whatevers and so the, on and so forth. And there's no grooming happening on the Discord I, I, absolutely chat. Absolutely not. No, no I am a great guy. And so are you, Chris. And Mike, if, you're not really on it very much. If you leave the Patreon because it's not getting the content that you initially thought you'd be getting from it, mm-hmm. are you still cool? Sadly, not really. No, I, I do feel think so. No. At the end of each month, we do sadly usually lose a few patrons. And that's fine. That's your choice. But I will say, whenever a patron leaves us, it reminds me of the story, the Bible story of when Peter denied Christ. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what I mean, right? And and then didn't yeah. Christ tell Peter, "You will deny me"? Yeah, and, and Peter's like, "No, I won't." Crazy. He's like, "There's no fucking yeah, yeah. way I will." But oh, then, yeah. Yeah. end of the month, what happens? Because wasn't it the the Romans had Jesus, and yes. they they said to Peter, "Are you with Jesus?" And yeah. Peter said, "Well, I don't know the He's fucking like, guy. I'm not going to jail." Yeah, yeah. you want to hear something? I crazy? can't blame him. Yeah. In anyway, heaven. you'll hear more stuff like those amazing riffs. Uh, on the bonus episodes we release on our Patreon feed. That's right. And we're recording an episode after this. We're already pretty loose and having fun. Yes. So you know it's going to be a good one. Yeah. Beep, beep. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> James. Yes. It is time for you to admit for once in your life. Who are you? Who did you choose to be the subject of this week's Evil Men, po- the podcast? Well, you know, I was bandying around a few ideas. Yes. Um, I thought uh, I thought of a few things. I was looking at some suggestions in the Discord, and uh, I did settle on one Discord suggestion of Rob Ford. May he rest in peace, the former mayor of R. this R. very city, yeah. Toronto. I mean, we all know him very well, not personally, but <laughs> I mean. I mean, you know, the Rob Ford era, those were the days. Remember remember when everything was blowing up and every night on the American talk shows they were talking about Rob Ford? I mean, Toronto was was the new big city. It was. Toronto, that was a moment in time where, yeah, it was something that united (laughs) all Torontonians. It was fun because I hated him as a mayor, but then by that point I knew he was getting kicked out anyway, so it was fun to just have fun with it. And we were, he put us on the map to the point that. SNL had people doing impressions yep, of him. Yeah, Bobby Moynihan. And it wasn't very good, and they right. did a weird Canadian accent. Uh, uh, and you know what? Not to be an annoying Canadian, but sometimes the Canadian accents you hear, come on. No, Just like, listen. It's not... Sometimes they, you know, they want to do the Minnesota thing, you know? 
But yeah. it's not like that. We're saying no. a boot. What are you talking about? It's not a boot. It's a boat. That's like actually what Canadians sound like. Thank you, Mike. What are you talking about? Yeah, that is better. Yeah. Oh, pretty good. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like from Toronto. I don't know how, you know. I, I never. You, it's thicker when you get out of Toronto and you yeah. get in the rural area. Like, I grew up in Orangeville. And yeah, I, you, you know, guys, everybody you fucking talks like good. that, you yeah. know, a little bit more than they do in Toronto. Right, it's a bit right. more like that. It is a thing. Is, it is a thing. I, is and the Maritimes definitely accent. have a thing. Also, shout out to our boy, Aaron Eves, but he's got a thick Ontario accent, in my opinion. Really? Oh, I hear it. Nice and thick. Nice and thick. Thick and juicy. Burlington, Ontario. Yeah. The BC has an accent, too. It's actually nice, but BC has an accent. Really? Yeah. What is it? I don't know if I can do it offhand, but talk to someone from BC. It's like, it sounds a little more American. It sounds like yeah. Brian Adams. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. But yeah. Rob Ford, anyway. really, those years, even though they, they, they were super chaotic. Yes. And it was yeah. the kind of thing where, like, every day there was a new... Insane story. I, in the, when the scandal was blowing up, I would wake up and turn on like News Talk 1010 yeah. as though it was like the most interesting thing ever because I just wanted to hear what was going on with Rob Ford that day. It, was it so took crazy. a long time. I mean, we're going to get to it. Yeah, yeah. I'll start but, his story. It's, but I will say, because everybody knows the story, I think. Yeah, they know we smoke crack at least. So I just wanted to say like from the time the... Was it Gawker? No. Yes. Yeah, from the time the Gawker story dropped, that there was there was a video of Rob Ford smoking crack, to us finally seeing the video, yeah, was the longest wait on the planet. Oh, it was like God. a year and a half or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, shall I just dive in so we can? Yeah, let's. Yeah. Get oh no, into Mike, it. did you want to say something? Well, I was gonna, I was going to say I do remember when he uh, was elected mayor. People that I like, you would see in Toronto, would be like, "This is awful." People like it's going to affect tourism, and like I'm going to leave Toronto. Like you know how like, like when, when Trump a Republican got in? president wins yeah. in America, people are like I'm moving to Canada. I'm yeah. leaving America. There was the same micro sort of effect in Toronto where people were like I'm leaving the city, or uh, people were like people are going to stop coming to the city as if anyone considers the mayor of a city they're going to visit <laughs> on vacation. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we should travel to Seattle. You know, their mayor sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Good point. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Well, let's dive in here. Robbie Ford was born in 1969 in Etobicoke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do I have an Etobicoke accent? I don't know. But I know you're Mr. Etobicoke. You, you grew up there, yeah. right? I moved there just before I turned seven and moved out when I was 19. But my parents still live Smack dab right there, and where you where all this shit was going down, like you were familiar with the area, a lot of a lot of the areas that yeah, because yeah, it's mm-hmm. I've never spent a ton of time there. <laughs> anyway, Rob Ford's father was the co-founder of Deco Labels and Tags, which he was makes, a sticker magnate. He was their whole fortune comes from stickers. You're right. How lucky can you get? <laughs> You're right. I know. I know. Uh, yeah, they made pressure sensitive labels for plastic wrapped grocery products. It's good. Is that like when you get when you buy yeah, like meat? shaved turkey and then they stick a sticker on it? I mean, I anyway, guess. that's they, awesome. They est- had an estimated hundred million dollars annual sales. Of course, that's super valuable. So fuck. Uh, his dad was also a progressive conservative member of provincial parliament from ninety five to ninety nine. So was that was that under the uh, Mike Harris government? Yeah, it would have been, wouldn't it? Right, right. It's a good time for the ultra ultra conservative. And that was when Toronto. Ontario's premier was a former golf pro. 
Was Mike Harris a golf bro? Yes. Shit. This is coming full circle for you. I for your yeah, golf yeah. actually didn't know that. Yeah, he was a golfer who was like, it's time for common sense in Ontario. I totally yeah. fucking forgot about Mike Harris. Yeah. You know, they. But my mom campaigned for Doug Ford Sr. <laughs> Did she? Yeah, she I don't think it. she's conservative hey, anymore, but she went through a it was time in the nineties. Different, you know. Wow, this is going to get way too in the weeds. But you know how they're building, like basically, an Eglinton subway now. They had started <laughs> building one in the nineties, and Mike Harris mm-hmm. filled it in with concrete to save money. <laughs> and now we're getting one like thirty years later. I anyway. guess concrete costs less. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so. Rob Ford's upbringing and family connections like laid the foundation for his eventual entry into politics. And family connections, like he's, if you go far back, it's like King Arthur and Caesar <laughs> Augustus, right? Yeah, his like triple great grandfather was King Arthur. <laughs> triple great grandfather. <laughs> yeah, and he's not related to Henry Ford. I, you know, I don't know. All right, all right. I don't know, or the or the OJ's Ford Bronco. <laughs> Yeah, is he related? Are they related to John Ford by any chance? Who's no that? wait, Tom Ford. John Ford was the oh, I think he was the Western director, right? I don't know. I don't know. What I do know, God, is that Rob I, attended. My phone's not on me. Is that Rob attended Scarlet Heights Collegiate Institute? Do you know that high school? Yes. Oh damn, dude. He dreamed it's all of, in my area. Uh, Rob dreamed of becoming a professional football player, and his dad, <laughs> <laughs> his dad paid for him to attend special camps of the Washington <laughs> football team and uh, Notre Dame University. That's amazing. Yeah, his abiding passion in life—he uh, never wanted to be a politician. Mm. Everything he did was about football. Mm-hmm. Like when he became mayor, he would blow off interviews. Can't he was never at City yeah. Hall. He the one thing he remained steadfastly committed to was coaching some. High school football team. Yeah. Don Bosco. Was, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Don yeah. Bosco. It was up Islington, just past the school it, I went to. It kind of sucks because I thought, oh, you know, if you get Rob and Doug Ford, they suck, but maybe we'd at least get an NFL team or something out of it. Nope. Yeah. So all their football love was for a bunch of, for nothing. They didn't like. They did try. When I, they first I remember came in, something. Yeah. Rob, they were saying, we're going to try to get an NFL team, but nothing happened. Um,. All of the whole country is high school to these brothers. Oh, yeah. That's what it feels like. Ford went to Carleton University in Ottawa <laughs> to study political science. Oh, I he's, somehow he's a poli-sci guy. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I didn't I know he had a political background. I mean... Even after all that. Political... I mean, it's hard to imagine him writing essays about political there science. There used to be like yeah. a... Carlton had a reputation where it was like, if you can walk and you can talk, you can get into Carlton. Right. Yeah. yeah. That was sort of how I got into Dalhousie, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rob did make the football team, but did not play any games. Oh, why? I assume he wasn't good enough. I think he was smoking crack. <laughs> what are you such on a- the bench. <laughs> Ford, you're in. Oh, God damn it, Ford. Was he like Sorry. radio to the Carlton football team? Or just like a guy with a shopping cart who was like enthusiastic? <laughs> yeah, or Rudy. <laughs> Rob, if you're up there in heaven uh, getting, me- having oral sex right now, I'm just joking. I don't want to tarnish your solid reputation. If you put me in the game, I can make you any label you want. Um, Put me in the game, coach. I'll make you turkey labels. <laughs> <laughs> Rob uh, didn't complete his degree. He came back to Toronto and started working for his dad's label company. And in 2000, he married Renata, who was someone he knew from high school. Right. So at this point, Rob's, I guess, about 30-ish. 
he decides may as well get into politics. It's what fa- my father did. Mm-hmm. A young, vigorous, healthy-looking man who's uh, about to embark on a new career. Yes, exactly. So um, he t- he worked with his dad in the label thing. Then he followed his dad into politics. Where did he get his suits from? His dad's closet. <laughs> God, without his dad, he had n- nothing. I mean, he really looks and kind of the story is Tommy Boy esque. It really is. Right? And, and also a guy who crazy thing. We were talking about hoser accents. Totally. Like yeah. Guys who talk like that. They come from extreme wealth and privilege. Yeah. Probably went to I don't know, they could have gone they could have afforded to go to private school. Their dad pulled up strings. They never, you know, struggled a day in their lives. Mm-hmm. And they came out like the biggest white trash family of all. You know, it's it is true. And they call themselves the Canadian Kennedys as well. It's it is yeah, like I don't want to it's crazy. Yeah, they do That's like craft single slices calling themselves <laughs> cracker barrel. <laughs> They do read as they're rich, but they do read as quite trashy. I gotta yeah, be honest. Yeah. Or like Zoodles being like, "We are Canadian spaghetti. <laughs> we come from <laughs> Italia." <laughs> um, Hot dogs being like, "I'm also from a pig." <laughs> mm-hmm. Once I went into a butcher shop and I I bought a sausage, yeah. and the guy was like too into sausages, and he said something like, "These aren't like sausages for children or something." He was like, this yeah. is a challenging sausage. This isn't for kids. What? Yeah. He did. He really it was like a French <laughs> sausage. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um He was like, This is like the Finnegan's wake <laughs> of sausages. Of sausages. Most people don't finish it. You need to like yeah. eat a bunch of other sausages before you can <laughs> get begin to, us- to understand this sausage. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, to understand Wait, the sausage. Have, have you eaten this little- sausage before? <laughs> yeah. Have you eaten this uh, Then I you can't, can't sell you this. No, you need to you know about Greek and Roman sausages <laughs> before you <laughs> You need to go back in a time machine, yeah, and eat ancient sausages from <laughs> the Middle East. Um, so I guess they it, wouldn't have them in the Middle East. Sorry, he ran as they? well beef sausages. You know, yeah, beef sausages. He ran as a Toronto I'm just City. Thinking of Muslim, I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> no, it's okay. Is that, is that I, maybe I am. Gonna, yeah, I yeah. think that weed gummy is kicked in. <laughs> Do they have sausages in the <laughs> Middle East? Oh boy, well, uh, hang with us. It's good though. I have more if you guys want. They're very uh, chill. Okay, they That's seem pretty what, chill. Yeah. Um. So in 2000, Rob won uh, his riding as Toronto City Councilor, and he was a councilor from 2000 to 2010. Um. He w- represented Ward Two, Etobicoke North. Uh, also, shout out to the guy who made our outro music, Rob Dunn, who's an Etobicoke guy too. I oh, believe. Oh, sweet. Where'd you go to high school, Rob? Uh, he can't answer you. Uh, <laughs> but we'll find out. Um, early on, even right away in his political career, Rob was known for controversial comments and passionate arguments. Um, so I think this is kind of interesting and maybe a point sort of in sympathy of Rob, I guess. His, the ward he represented, he lived in at a time, but he moved away. Um, but the ward was very diverse. It was 53% immigrants, mostly South Asian, and it had a very big Somalian community. And yeah. Rob was super popular in his ward. He got 80% of the votes in 20, uh, 2003. He was beating like Somali-Canadian candidates in this very um, now, strong Somali community. Like yeah. They loved him. Is this because of his thing, even when he was mayor of Toronto... 
he had this like famous policy where he's like, if you call me, I will answer. Yes. I'll come and like, cl- you know, clean up your lawn or yes. like fix your. And you know what? My yes. mom bought that hook, line, and right. sinker. People she would always it. be like, yeah. The thing about the Fords is they're always there for their friends. And I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but it was like, that's like a, <laughs> no, I, I remember a fine s- thing when you're a city councilor, but then when you're like running a city, he was still just like answering phone calls to go like yeah. fix someone's like... His fire uh, hydrant exploded yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. He... Yeah, and I remember Robin Doolittle, the Toronto Star reporter who had the crack story, was oh, on yeah. the Daily Show. And I remember her explaining exactly what you said, Mike, that, you know, people... You'd call his office and be like... Well, the, you know, the water mains broke and he'd answer it and he'd literally show up the next day and with someone and fix it. Like, yeah. I guess in that way, he was incredible, an incredible politician, so, I guess, an unusual a, one. In a world where, yeah, I guess politicians are like hard to breach and you never hear or see them. He was different. Yes. Yes. I'm going to say something like completely like <laughs> not cool. Okay. But I think that is where the Fords make their connection Definitely. on a person-to-person basis. And look at our their constituents; they love and uh, yes. treat them like how they want to be treated, which is different than us because we're not uh, as easily pacified by one beer and a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Ford but, Fest. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. they will. They will. Pa- not pander, but maybe they genuinely care. And I don't know. I, I know they have a ch- charisma with those people. And for whatever it's worth. You know, you would almost think, not knowing much about Rob Ford, that he represented like only maybe rich white people or something. But he he didn't. He no like represented but a lower income. One thing that's kind community. of actually cool about Rob Ford and the crack scandal, which we will get to, and I think he was hanging out with dudes in the like Dixon, yeah, Islington area, yeah, which is yeah pr- pretty close to where I grew up, and he's. Smoking crack with uh, them, like drug dealers and drug dealers stuff. and stuff. Um, I don't know. I forgot I was gonna say, but even like, well, he. You, well, there's some other beats we're gonna get to, but it's like, okay, he wasn't there with the express purpose of making that video. Like he would fucking chill. Like yes, yes. he was buying drugs sometimes, <laughs> but he would chill with people. Yes, like I think you know he was saying? very comfortable hanging out with like yeah. That's people the weird in, uh, part about the story people that people in, ever focused on. People in like project housing in bad parts of Toronto who have no money, and he would be very comfortable going and you hanging know this, out. Like incredibly yeah. rich guy who's like, oh, he's comfortable around us. <laughs> but I think we're getting <laughs> ahead of James saying. here. But the jo- family does have, and this is not. I'm not busting this. Like this is well reported, documented mm. all over the place. Mm-hmm. In fact, Canada Land had that sick ass podcast about it. Remember. It was the Gravy Train podcast all yes. about the... Oh, Fords. that was yeah. so good. Good yeah. work, guys. Can can you give us a shout out now? Um, but anyways... <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyways, um, they have a long family history of drugs. Yes. Not yeah. just starting with Rob. So I feel yeah. like... Randy and Doug. That makes you comfortable with the... Yeah. Maybe. Different neighborhoods maybe and stuff right. too. So maybe, maybe it's like not just like a charismatic charming thing but i think doug ford senior was known for being very gregarious oh, no I see. being very gregarious yeah. and 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 I, like he probably created that like you know i don't know it just sucks because i know 
that side of things from my mom talking about them. I mean, you what whatever, I'm you know. I don't no, know. Sorry to bust your mom, but... Can I say... Sorry, that, mama. When he became a counselor, that's the first time I heard of him because there was a controversial story about how he... There was this statement he made, I think, in city council where he was like, uh, Oriental people work like dogs. Yes. They sleep beside their, mach- their machines. They're slowly taking over. Yes. <laughs> He oh, did, I did. thought at first that was going to be a really <laughs> awful. He did apologize for like that. weird compliment though at the end, well, but he, no, he, it got worse. He and did worse. apologize and say he meant that as a compliment. <laughs> oh, uh, they're going to take over in a good way. It's yeah, good to slowly take over. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Rob's. Whole I would love to have you take over. <laughs> Rob's whole thing uh, was about how wasteful government spending is. You know, obviously when he ran for mayor, his slogan was "Stop the gravy train," which I never understood the. That saying, gravy train, is that just like wasteful spending? The well, gravy I guess train? gravy is excess. So, right. Yeah, so, so what I think is, yeah, it's like picture a long <laughs> king's table with a feast on it for the whole castle. Right. And for like you, a giant say, party. And then mm. you just got like, uh, yeah, ju- like not jugs, but like... You know, gravy boats. Gravy boats yeah. going gravy down boats the, that are trains. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and they're on track. But, but they're in a line. Going in a, yeah. Yeah. Basically, well, let me build a gravy train for you. Okay. I'll show you what I mean. Um, you know when you use the expression like, we'll do this, and if we get more, that's gravy. Right. Yeah. So he was obsessed with lowering <laughs> taxes mm-hmm. and cutting wasteful spending, and yes. like I guess that would result in just like cutting services? Uh, like, yes, he also really... Yeah, isn't that where the war on libraries started? I don't know. With Rob Ford as mayor? He also t- did a lot to like cut council members' perks. Like He did a big thing about, like we get all these discounts, and we get all this money, and we get blah, blah, blah. And he was very public about cutting councillors' benefits and perks and pay and stuff like that. Like They shouldn't be paid that much, which people loved, yeah. of course. Didn't he also say, like, I'm not taking a salary for my job because I'm a rich guy? Which is a crazy... Like, oh. I don't remember that. <laughs> Sometimes I find it weird when a person with like like there are varying degrees of expertise in different jobs, and I find it funny when somebody who you know didn't go to school for a long time and then uh you know or like they I don't know how they got there, but they're in like a pretty easy menial type of job, don't make much money, which is sad, especially in today's you know but they but also like there's those people in that situation where they're like. You know what this professional makes? This much money. And then they're mad about it. Like, I've been in a million... I'm a fucking comedian actor. Like, it's okay if, like, a more professional person makes more money than me. I don't know what I'm getting at. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Weed gummy strikes again. Do you guys kind of get what I'm saying, though? I mean, sort of. I don't want to make fun of somebody. Like, we are living in a time where greedy people are squeezing us dry. And it's fucking corrupt. And I do feel like there's a lot of people in you're power. You're just saying you're not, you, you don't think it's, you, you don't care that he made a lot of money or whatever. I don't or know. Or that like poli- elected <laughs> politicians have like some perks. Oh, like, I see what you're saying. It seems to be like, yeah. I guess you. Well, if you you're like, people, even if you're just yeah. like, you're in charge of a, a few neighborhoods. Yeah. Like you're some local, you know, whatever. You need to be given enough 
perks to make you're still yourself less susceptible of, to like uh, I, I bribery. Guess, maybe? Yeah, I guess you're so. still taking on a lot of responsibility. I guess it should be subject to checks and balances, but it also feels like a, yeah. a, a relatively insignificant expense, probably <laughs> to the yeah. to the budget of a city. And it's easy to get people to go like, "Fuck yeah, those city councilor idiots up their own fucking ass. They get a free. They went membership. to Eastside Mario's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Am um, I paying for you to have garlic bread right now? <laughs> anyway, I feel like we're interrupting <laughs> Answer you. Me. We're interrupting you too much. No, no, not no. No, this is serious to me. Well, I, I here's um this is a sort of funny thing. Um when in council Ford argued against spending money on the suicide prevention barrier on the Prince Edward Viaduct and suggested spending it instead on rounding up child molesters, quote, <laughs> who are the main cause of people jumping <laughs> off bridges. <laughs> Rather the right wing, the right wing always like <laughs> instantly veer into child molesters. It is their like go-to. these dreaded yeah. ghost yeah. Car, like cabal of child molesters. What would the police be like? I guess yes. The police be like, I guess. Well, we got we just got a bunch of money for our child molestation <laughs> unit. Let's go to the child molesters neighborhood and round them all up. <laughs> Open up, child molesters! This is a raid. We were expecting you, as though it's like, as though it's like the we already flushed all our children down the toilet. (laughs) As though it's like the mafia, where they know who the guys are, they just can't arrest them. You know what I mean? Like all the understanding. (laughs) Yeah, you get to go molest children again for another day. For now, but we'll meet again. <laughs> it was like Don't that, go down uh, on uh, Islington. That's the child molesters. The, <laughs> the main cause of people jumping <laughs> off a bridge is because there's too many child molesters. Yeah. <laughs> How many funny. child molesters are there? Uh, uh, to the Danforth Bridge. I can't take it. I can't take this information. Like, it's not a person who's been molested yeah. or a child molester. It's just a normal person Someone who, who heard can't the news. take the information. <laughs> no, there's too many. So, Ford's saying crazy stuff all the time. Mike mentioned this very offensive comment. Um, In 2002, he got in an argument with another, probably the second weirdest, dumbest Toronto councillor, Giorgio Mammoliti, and Rob called George Gino Boy. Mammoliti. (laughs) (laughs) It's like such high school stuff. Gino boy. Um, Mammoliti called the insult a racist remark and filed a complaint with the city human rights office. The human rights office? (laughs) You call me Gino. It's a human rights violation. (laughs) (laughs) Chris is talking in the kitchen. I don't think the mic picked him up. Um, So Ford got in a heated exchange about this with a Globe and Mail writer named John Barber. And Ford said to him, I am not a racist. Anyone who calls me a racist is going to face the consequences. To which Barber replied, you are a racist. Um, And then I really wanted to talk (laughs) about this. So there's a video on YouTube where Rob... So Rob Ford, like, I guess became buddies with Mammoliti after that. Because there's a a video on YouTube where a reporter is talking to Rob Ford and Giorgio Mammoliti. And they're being of shitheads to, to the reporter. And then the reporter mutters under his breath, fat fuck. And there's this video on YouTube of Mammoliti and Rob Ford cornering this reporter for like 10 minutes being like, did you call me a fat fuck? Did you, why did you call me a fat fuck? And then Mammoliti's like, why did you call him a fat fuck? Why did you just call him a fat fuck? You know? He's like, why'd you do it? Yeah. Why did you do that? Did you, why did you call him a fat fuck? And then, yeah. yeah. Why did, why'd you call me a fat fuck? 
fuck? I didn't know that. I didn't know hey, that the reporter. Us. Why'd you call me a fat fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's a rhetorical question, but I didn't know that the guy actually <laughs> called him that. Well, I guess to be honest, Mike, you might be right. Maybe he didn't. I just. <laughs> I, my, my understanding was he maybe muttered it, but maybe he didn't. But it's a funny. These guys because, know that yeah. any publicity is good publicity, and they planted the fat yeah. fuck moment to happen. But they, well, they 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 hound him, and he like he the reporter just like goes into an elevator while they're yelling at him. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like it's, it's the weirdest bullying because yeah. it's it like, really reminds me of how people would act in high school. But, why did you call me a fat fuck? But it's not normal bullying because you're asking someone why did you call them a fat fuck? You know yeah, what it's I mean? reverse bullying. Like, <laughs> I guess because they knew the cameras were there and they were like, wow, the media is against Rob Ford. I don't know. We got to show the media that Rob Ford will not just be called a fat fuck and stand there and take it. That's That's right. And Mamalidi was right there. It was time to man up. Why did you call him a fat fuck? (laughs) Um, Anyway, so Ford's antics eventually made him a regular on local talk radio station AM640. And a host there named John Oakley would feature Rob, and it really helped grow his profile as a, as the like the city councilor who doesn't take any shit, you know. Um, in 2006, Rob Ford spoke out against the city donating 1.5 million dollars to help prevent AIDS, <laughs> arguing that most taxpayers should not be concerned with AIDS. He did apologize for that. Um, there's the Oriental people work like dogs comment. Um, and the anti-suicide barrier. Yeah. Yes. He was on, some might say, if, if you think there's such a thing as the wrong side of history, he might be on one of those sides. <laughs> there's um, progressive, then there's regressive, <clears throat> then there's progressive. <laughs> and that's just for Ford. <laughs> he, he was like, you know, um, he really uh, sort of embodied this kind of culture war between the suburbs and downtown where the suburbs are sort of more blue collar i guess a bit more right wing and car centric and the downtown's perceived as more liberal and you know but they're more not about transit collar. and pedestrian yeah. I, I know but that's he kind of like i felt like he sort of embodied that it was a toronto sun type thing like we're yes. hard working blue collar people yes. but they're but all people like people thought that they're all, it wasn't true yeah wealthy but yeah, yeah he lo- he loved cars hated bicycles no bike lanes hated like, yeah he also was like you know he would really. He would argue. I remember he argued that there, you know the downtown had enough subways and they should build subways in like the suburbs, which is so dumb because you know downtown is where people need to get to and work to. And but he, he was sort of he didn't use a lot of reason in his choices. It was all about like fostering this resentment and yeah. Remember his? He had like a uh, a motto. It was like subways, subways, subways. Oh yeah, it was his explanation yeah. for his like policy. no no plan to pay. Um, so yeah, in 2010, he ran for mayor and won on a populist platform of fiscal conservatism and subway expansion. Subway, another subway, subway. another good time to <clears throat> remind our listeners that one of James's major interests is city planning. It is true. I I do enjoy reading about it. I find that so interesting because so, it's like okay. <laughs> no, but seriously, no, I do find you know, it interesting. I, how do it's funny sometimes what. Tweaks us uh, our interest. I feel like you've been following this subway drama since you were a kid. Yeah, probably since my twenties. Yeah, yeah. Um, so sc- there were always scandals with him. Uh, he had a, but people still liked him despite the scandals. He had a DUI uh, when was he was in Florida. Yeah, <laughs> the, I remember oh, yeah. seeing his mugshot. Yeah, <laughs> like people were talking jersey. about his DUI <laughs> before he got elected. They thought it would like. 
ruin his... But it increased his popularity. Yeah, it because he's a popularity. regular guy, just like us. And it was revealed he was banned from high school coaching for some reason, and people it, that still uh, helped his popularity, too. People liked him. He got banned from the coaching the Don Bosco team because... He smoked crack? With yeah, the it was after that. So we haven't gotten to that yet, really. But, I mean, it's... Drenched throughout this whole episode. Do you guys remember this? So he so he wins the election. He becomes the mayor of Toronto, and to introduce him as mayor at City <laughs> yeah, Council, was, yeah, this was is Mike's D- favorite guy Don ever. Don Sherry, hockey commentator. Yeah, Don Sherry, and he called bicyclists pinkos. Yes. Don yeah. Sherry said, "Quote: Put that in your pipe, you left wing kooks." And in regards to the pink oh, yeah. suit he was wearing, Don Sherry said, "I'm wearing pinko for all the pinkos out there." They ride bicycles and everything. He was yes. probably taking a jab at uh, David uh, Miller, Miller, who actually player. like lived right around left. the corner of me for like four, six years. Actually, oh, yeah. bicycles were one of Stalin's most. I've lived by a bunch of mares. Jesus! Oh, you live near David, and actually, John Tory so, lives very near me. Oh my God! I was going to yeah. say bicycles are one of Stalin's most terrifying weapons that he uh, <laughs> uses against his his own people. <laughs> You know, it's the most that's, that's low. terrifying communist weapon, <laughs> the know, bicycle. It's yeah. so dumb. I mean, yeah. I don't even you, to bike around the city, but I, I find it very, you know, it makes a ton of sense. It takes up very little space. You in get a Russia, bike lane in there, you're good. In the USSR, if you woke up and there was a bicycle leaning against your front door in the morning, <laughs> you had to ride it straight to the gulag. <laughs> that means that you've been chosen, right? <laughs> I would love if if we had a time machine. To transport current day Don Cherry <laughs> to the battlefield in World War II and see how he would fare in one of his outrageous suits. Because he is about 95 or something. Yeah, else, well, he's, so. if he believes how in Canada, he in he'll fight. War? How was he not in the war? Yeah. That's a good point. Where was he? Where were you, Don? Yeah. I mean, we could... Do you have the cherries to fight in a real war? Rock'em, sock'em war. We could definitely do Don (laughs) Cherry as an evil man. Well, I want to save it for the week he dies. We'll do Don Cherry. Oh, God, Mike. (laughs) No, It could be any moment from now. He's mentioned that a few times now. I guess we'll do it. It'll be exciting. So, Don, if you're out there, (laughs) get in touch. Let me know what you're thinking. And uh, There's some great Canadian subject matter still... We're at, we're barely at the tip of the iceberg. Is Rob Ford our first Canadian evil man? No, uh, uh, he might I be. Don't know. That's Fuck. crazy, man. Anyway, time to talk crack scandal. <laughs> oh, Cheech and Chong style. <laughs> All right now. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to Jamrock. <laughs> yeah, crack. I love you, crack. You know what crack makes me think of too? Dave's not here, man. Yeah, I'm on crack. <laughs> Can I say before the crack scandal? Sure, Mike. And I think I've told this story on several different podcasts before. While he was mayor, before the crack scandal broke, uh, he was already in the news for being like publicly drunk. Like he would be drunk. Oh yeah. Uh, on like uh, the yeah. taste of the Danforth or St. Patrick's <laughs> yeah. Day. Yeah. They're amazing pictures. The most photogenic mayor of all <laughs> so many amazing pictures also i think we skipped over some of the butt grabbing and lewd remarks i think that might is there more i'm sure there's more to come uh, there's some lewd remarks but i i once was in line at a liquor store here in toronto the lcbo as we call it and that's awesome. he was already in the news for being a crazy guy addict and he came into the liquor store during the day as the mayor he didn't send like a, an assistant 
and he bought like a bottle, like a shitty bottle, cheap bottle of like uh, Russian Prince vodka, like the bottom shelf vodka, not even like good stuff. Pinko vodka. Oh no, Russian Prince before Pinko. Sorry. Yeah, and he bought it. And some there was like a cyclist wearing cyclist stuff. Was like, hey, Mayor Ford, are you going to expand bike lanes? He was like, haha, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it in city council. And he just stood in line. And bought his own bottle of vodka, and he smelled heavily of cologne. You know what? Wow. And that's a man of the people. Yeah, because he's like, I'm yeah. not going to send that. You wouldn't see uh, fucking, I mean, you wouldn't see John Tory in the LCBO, I Well, bet. you would, uh, but he'd be wearing a suit that had liquor bottles yeah. all over it. <laughs> I want to say one thing. And he'd be uh, breaking his wedding vows. This is, a, <laughs> this is a pre-crack story, too. There was the, uh, oh my God, my mind just blanked because I was listening to Mike's story. Oh, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He made a promise that he's going to go on a diet and exercise and lose oh, weight. The cut yeah. the waist challenge. Yeah. And it was a huge citywide thing that we were following. This is way before. Yep. And then someone busted him going into KFC. <laughs> and they go, hey, Mr. Ford, what about your lose weight <laughs> challenge? And he's like, eh, I don't eh. And then he's that, like, literally after he got busted going yeah. to KFC, it was over. He never stuck with it. Well, I Have remember there was a real bummer thing because he'd do weigh-ins and then he yeah. was losing weight. Did he <laughs> fall <laughs> off the scale two, and like hurt his ankle? Or two something? idiot brothers. Yeah, yeah. That vid- video where they're weighing themselves yeah. and Rob Ford weighs himself. He's like, oh, I gained weight. And then he, he steps off. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he like, twists his ankle. It's insane. Yeah. Like, I guess I got to lose weight. Ow, my weight just crushed my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> and him walking you to the cameras when he's being interviewed. Oh. Yeah, that was pre-crack too. And remember that when he was like, Showing how to do a football like hut 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 <laughs> yeah and then he falls uh, Don back Bosco over or, or yeah. somewhere oh no yeah he was uh, the first slapstick mayor he uh, yeah I mean it's was since, so since saying that, that like last week's episode was Fatty Arbuckle and now it's and Rob Ford remember the thing always like, there's a lot of similarities in the jokes that Fatty Arbuckle would write and the way Rob Ford would live. after Rob Ford would smoke crack he'd do a somersault. <laughs> In, in yeah, all of the, all the local <laughs> press, there was always like jokes like, you ever, you ever noticed that Rob Ford is similar to Chris Farley? And they were like, every week there was a new mm. article saying like, uh, uh, Rob Ford like Farley, Ford Farley, Far, oh, Far Farley. Ford, Ford. Fairlane starring, <laughs> what's his name? Rob Ford. Andrew Dice Clay. Um, all right. Okay, so I th- think we got a few of the... Extra little bonus we got silly some, ones. Out. Some good ones. So, okay, so here I'll we go. I'll give you guys a timeline. And, and New I, Jack City. Yeah, this was such a crazy time if you lived here. It was And I, I really, you know, I didn't like him as a mayor, so I was like, yes, we got him. But I would a lot also of people like to say that crack it. was pretty much out of fashion by that point as yes. well. Yeah. We were on uh, we were on to smoking meth, dude. Where were you? Yeah, what the hell? Um, okay, so it's May 2013, okay? On May 16th, 2013, the Toronto Star and Gawker published articles saying they'd both been offered a chance to buy a cell phone video of Rob Ford smoking crack. What year was that in? 2013, 10 years ago. That was wow. this. So, this, this, according to the Toronto Star, the sellers of this drug tape were a group of Somali drug dealers, and they were asking $200,000, and they give them the tape. Did they so, get it? That'd be great. So, when the story broke... Gawker broke it, and then, which I remember really vividly on my phone, like, mm-hmm. what? And then the Toronto Star followed up right away because they were both working on the story. Yeah. There's a really, com- uh, reading the, the the timeline of like the Toronto Star investigation into the Rob Ford crack story is really compelling because, you know, it was Robin Doolittle and this other guy who I feel like gets, oh, Kevin Donovan. 
And, yeah. uh, you know, they get contacted and they go and meet this gang. And um, it's re- it's very interesting, all that, uh, how it all came about. And but was it dramatically depicted in that movie? Uh, oh, I never saw it. With Damien Lewis playing Rob Ford wearing a fat suit and like a, a bald wig? That, I know. I haven't seen that. I wonder if it's good. Oh, my God. Crazy Town. I was in a movie that was like a slight... Like loosely based, a loosely based on the Rob Ford yeah, thing, what was it where called? Pat City? Thornton played Rob, yeah, like that's the right. Mayor Hogg. That's I right. played a cop, right? Damn, a detective, and Kathleen played something. That Matt was it. Matt Johnson who made the Blackberry movie. He should do a Rob Ford movie. Is that that guy's name? Yeah, he's got that Blackberry movie. Seems hot, eh? Yeah. Run this town is the one with David Lewis. Oh, oh Run yeah, this town. Yeah. Oh, God, um, I, I bet you I couldn't watch two seconds of that. So anyway. Uh, both Gawker and uh, Star and the Star, they said they watched the tape and it's real, and that's Rob Ford. And if you remember here, we all believed Rob Ford smoked crack, but a lot of people did not believe it. You know, they wouldn't, they did not believe these allegations. Oh, the Star's a liberal rag; they'd make up bullshit, which is like so stupid. You know, of course, they're not going to make that up. Not the first person to point this out, but people in retrospect have been like, Rob Ford was like, you know, uh, the harbinger for the Trump years because he was a. a populist mayor who had a crazy personal life but people were like i don't agree with his his personal life but i, I like his policies or whatever mm-hmm. and the crack thing uh people still defended him even in that era you know what's yeah. another thing i remember uh right people defend trump by after they've heard him say <laughs> grab them by the pussy um another thing i remember so, yeah you can just party another thing i remember rob did was there there's like a reporter for CNN now called Daniel Dale, and he's pretty big oh, the on... the fact checker. Yes, he's pretty big on Twitter, but he used to work for the Toronto Star, yeah. and he did a story where he was checking... The, the Ford family had expanded their backyard into Parkland or something, and he was like going to the back of the Ford's backyard, like in the Parkland, to just like look at it to see what the deal was. And then Rob like saw him looking at the fence and basically implied that this reporter was like like a pedophile going after his kids and stuff. And like the reporter obviously the reporter was wasn't. why everyone was jumping off the, the yeah. viaduct. And and the it was really bad for the reporter for a while cuz he's like even if you, you obviously weren't doing that. Now when you google his name at the time it was yeah. like Rob Ford accused him of being a pedophile. Like that's not great. Was this around the time that Rob Ford also called the police on Mary Walsh for like oh, uh, right. Dorse like uh, she right. ambushed him as her hilarious character, Marg Princess the the Hunty or whatever the hell. Mary Walsh yeah. was yeah. an actress on the comedy show This Hour's Twenty Two Minutes. And, for for who don't people don't know. And she ambushed him to do like a like a Borat style thing. Right. And he called the police on like yeah. a seventy two year old comedian dressed up like Xena Princess <laughs> Warrior. <laughs> Oh. 72. <laughs> Is she 72? <laughs> 69. Um, Mr. Ford, could you... Uh, this is this hour's 22 minutes. Like, Please um, help. Please, you gotta help. Um, so back to this. So Sorry, I, 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 we got distracted there, but... so Oh, the Tor- yeah, this is ground zero. Day so, one of the announcement. Exactly. The Toronto Star and Gawker report that uh, that this videotape's out there and it's real. Gawker launched a Kickstarter campaign to buy this tape from the drug dealers and they called it Rob Ford Crackstarter. Uh, one day later, May 24th, Rob Ford holds a press conference to address the accusations of drug use. 
Rob Ford said, quote, I do not use crack cocaine, nor am I an addict of crack cocaine. As for a video, I cannot comment on a video I have never seen or does not exist. May 25th, one day later. Wow, you nailed it because I heard those words a lot, right? We heard that It's a all famous clip. I do not use crack cocaine. Him saying that is our yeah. Toronto's 9-11. <laughs> As he's like sweating crack, crack sweat out of his yeah, head. Yeah, he looks like he just ate three Big Macs for breakfast <laughs> after waking up in a ditch. Um, the next day, a lengthy Globe and Mail investigative report uh, reveals or makes claims that Rob's brother, Doug Ford, who is now our premier, uh, was a drug dealer in the 80s. Uh, Doug denied it, but admitted that he did smoke marijuana. Drug Ford. Um, Two days later, May 27th. I smoked marijuana. It's a long time ago. Listen to Pink Floyd. That's it. (laughs) May 27th. The Globe and Mail uh, starts investigating a story that would connect... This, uh, Rob Ford to a supposed to a, to a homicide involving the Somali oh, gang. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That's right. Uh, the Gawker was given a photo of Rob Ford with two men. Who, like two of them had been disappeared now. Right? Uh, uh, maybe, but I know one was murdered, and um, he was uh, an alleged drug dealer. And so this was kind of proof, like, hey, Rob Ford is hanging out with this drug dealer who was murdered. And um, so Gawker's. Gawker hit its total, it's $200,000 to buy the tape, but they lost their connection. Uh, and the sellers, it, the implication was like the drug dealers were like, this is getting too hot. Like, we got no to step away from this. Talking about it. Yeah, so they didn't sell the tape. Like, remember back then, there was this like Japanese YouTube page or something, or that would show you like, Japanese news animation of like a popular news story and they had one about this do you remember that but there was was so crazy I have no idea if there's any truth to it at all but I remember at the time wondering hmm so there's a tape of the mayor of Toronto smoking crack and now a guy from this uh, sort of drug dealing group of guys has been murdered Hmm. Makes you wonder a little bit. I, I wondered at the time if I there bet was you any the story is way darker there. than we know. Who knows? Still right? to this day, for sure. Um, uh, maybe not. So uh, on May 30th, reports claim Ford told his staff members not to worry because he knows where the tape is. Meanwhile, Ford holds a press conference to say, things are doing great. We're doing fine. And he refused to discuss the tape and insisted he will remain in office and run for election next year. Um, polls showed at the time that it was like half of Toronto believed it was real, half didn't. Um, June 5th. He he never heard of the idea of copying a tape. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, really. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to go too in deep here, but June 5th, uh, this Toronto star reports that the house where the photo of Rob Ford with these two young men was taken, one of whom was murdered, um, had a home invasion happen at it, injuring two people. One resident of the home was a Ford acquaintance from high school. Um, The resident's uh, name were Fabio Basso and Elena Basso. And Elena Basso was like, Rob Ford's the greatest mayor ever. You guys are scavengers. Um, So something weird's going on with Rob Ford's friends and this gang and this tape. It's all going on. 
So, um, June 13th, the police raid the home of Mohammed Katak, one of the men photographed with, Ward, with Ford outside the suspected crack house, and the police removed his laptop and cell phones. Um, the Toronto Star reports that sources have told them um, the police found information out about the cell phone video. Um, blah, blah, blah. August 17th, Toronto police interview five former staffers in Rob, Rob Ford's office about Alessandro Lisi, a private driver for the mayor who supposedly was trying to acquire the video for Rob Ford. Remember Sandro Lisi? Yeah. He, um, he was like Rob Ford's friend who supposedly, yeah, supposedly was trying to get the tape uh, before the media did, basically. So, uh, in late August, Ford was photographed um, meeting Sandro Lisi uh, outside the Grand Hotel on Jarvis Street and like spotted in the alleyway out back, which is really <laughs> known as like a crack area. In November, uh, Ford said on the radio he, he apologized for making mistakes but planned to continue as mayor and run for re-election. Ford said, uh, there's no one to blame but myself, and I take full responsibility for it. I'm the first one to admit, friends, I am not perfect. And, uh, Rob, but he still hadn't admitted. No, he hadn't right, admitted right. he smoked crack yet. And he said, he said to, to a, a radio host, um, Johnny, I don't use drugs. I drink. Don't get me wrong. I'm the first one to enjoy a few cocktails. Some of the parties I've had, you know, I shouldn't have went to the Danforth. Cocktails. Yeah. I shouldn't have went to the Danforth, you know, inebriated. I shouldn't have had a pretty, I would say, a wild St. Patrick's Day party in my office. I shouldn't have done that. That's the past. The past is the past. Then finally, on November 5th, 2013, Rob Ford said, yes, I have smoked crack cocaine. (laughs) Ford said, am I an addict? No. Have I tried it? Probably in one of my drunken stupors, he said. Um, So this made Rob Ford world famous. He's being talked about on Jon Stewart, Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Kimmel, Jay Leno. I mean, he's like he the guy of shows. the moment. He was on Kimmel. They he was on out. Kimmel. That's right. The Ford brothers were on Kimmel. Yeah. I think it was just Rob. Oh, was it? Okay. Yes. Um, November 14th, probably one of the craziest things I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Rob has already admitted he's done crack. Everything's going nuts. The entire world is watching him. There couldn't be more people caring about a Toronto mayor ever. <laughs> and Rob Ford is talking to the media about whatever bullshit. And then he says, oh, of, my God, this is when it happened. Yes. And then Rob says out of nowhere, by the way, Olivia uh, Gondak, uh, someone said I wanted to eat her pussy. Uh, that's ridiculous. I'm a happily married man. I have more than enough to eat at home. And then turned away and walked right out. Now, who and was that woman? the whole world thought of Rob Ford's wife's pussy. <laughs> yeah. She, and him going down on it. I believe someone had accused him of making that comment to her or right. something. She was like someone who worked at City Hall. So in front of the world's media, the mayor of Toronto said that he had more than enough pussy to eat at home. <laughs> yeah, like was, a fridge like, full of it. So, or like I always pictured that her pussy was so big. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like little shop of horrors. Like, oh, bigger. Feed me, Rob. Uh, but to me, like, oh god! In the days leading up to this, he was already like what John Stewart would talk about for ten minutes at the beginning of the show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ah, already when that's happening. Yeah. Then he says. By the way, someone said I want to eat a woman's pussy. Uh, no, I have more than enough to eat at home. I remember watching the yeah. Daily Show and John Stewart like 
pretending to be blown away on his chair or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It was so crazy. Oh, but my you know God. What? That was, was just fame going to his head. He just... I mean... You know, yeah. like, we did Vince Neil a couple weeks ago. He, that's, this is Vince. He's Vince Neil now of Toronto. <laughs> it was a wild, hilarious time. Oh, my God, yes. Um, it was insane, and I kind of weirdly miss it now that... It was sort of good times the world in a has weird way. So drastically in those ten years. <laughs> oh God! How would Rob? What would Rob have, Rob have thought about COVID? Yeah. I don't know. Actually, well, probably his anti-vax. body couldn't even make it to COVID. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he would have. He would have been one of the first to die. Let alone through COVID. <laughs> his body panicked and died years before COVID <laughs> even like. Um, okay, so uh, mid-November, for, the know. city council votes to strip <laughs> Rob Ford of uh, emergency powers. Ford kind of fights it. So um, while he was the mayor, he was stripped of his mayoral powers. Yeah. Powers. And then sometimes uh, when I'm high on crack, that's when the best emergencies happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, at this point, now Toronto is like, okay, his support dropped to sixteen percent, even in his home base of Etobicoke. Um, oh, yeah. January 21st, 2014. You remember this one? R- R- a video is surfaced of Rob Ford at the Steak King restaurant on Kipling, I think. And Rob is chatting yeah. with some local kind of teens at like midnight. And he is speaking in a Patois accent to them yeah, inexplicably for the whole yeah. video. It's, it's really, really he, funny. While speaking in a Jamaican Patois he calls Justin Trudeau gay. Also, oh, did he? Was oh, that that yeah. video? I know. I, think in, so. I, I know. In, a, in the crack video, I believe he called Is Justin, Justin Trudeau, Trudeau a bumbo rossclaw. Maybe I'm confusing the two videos. I, I know he called Justin okay. Trudeau a, a homophobic slur. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. But I think video. he. Might oh have yeah, been. that's in the crack video too. <laughs> yeah, that's the crack <laughs> video. He's like, pass me that crack. Justin Trudeau is a thief. <laughs> like, that's like a video of like 3,000 uncles in like northern Ontario. And that's I mean, sad because... Have that video. It's sad that he was like hate-mongering because in that moment, he was having the time of his life, smoking crack yeah. with his friends, and he couldn't Does get crack over. make you more bigoted? I don't know. I'm probably just up what you already feel already. Yeah. <laughs> but and I uh, like, you know, his patois, he used crack for truth serum. His patois accent, you know, and I'm only like I'm only doing a light impersonation of just Rob Ford doing it. Yes. I'm not doing the accent, but you yeah. know, he's kind of like chaman, you know, like talking like that. He's like yeah. snow. He's like he snow. was like snow and yeah. um, or Paul and Simon. Yeah, yeah. And he's it was really funny. Like he's talking um, to these kids. Like um, he's he's like a kid too. Like he was talking like he's yeah. a teen dude too. Anyway, but that's how he is a man of the people. He's a high school guy and. And later, so he's a pe- high school brain guy. And later, people said, "Rob, why the hell were you talking in a Jamaican patois accent?" And Rob was like, "That's how I talk to my friends. That's how I talk to my <laughs> friends." <laughs> yeah, it didn't even matter if it was like Jamaican. I, I almost think that's I don't know. Like, <laughs> when okay, the are like off, that's how you talk to your friends. He eh? comes okay. home from work and like, yeah, what for dinner? <laughs> yeah, what one on? Yeah. You know what? I don't know. That's Rob Ford to a T. Yeah. That's how a man like him It's the thing I relaxes. like most about him probably. Yo, yeah, what yeah. a guan, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> the whitest friend. Um, okay, so November 15th, the council <laughs> strips him of uh, more powers, I think. I think he's basically yeah. not It was hard anymore. to watch because he was just a... He wouldn't go. Empty vessel. He would just show up in, in his Toronto Maple Leafs jersey to city council yeah. and just sit there with n- nothing to do. Um, yeah. 
So didn't he drink milk or something? Or? There's that picture of him in City Council holding a cup of milk with two hands with a milk mustache. Oh. <laughs> I love the one when he is dancing on Bob Marley Day. I love there that. You go, like, brought a maybe, reggae band yeah. into City Council. That's cool. He likes and, Jamaican culture. Yes. Like so do we all. Like there's yeah. a great Jamaican uh, population here in Toronto. Yes. A lot of people yeah, don't know that. It's like Jamaican second population. to like London, UK outside yeah, of Jamaica, yeah. I think. Yeah, I Rob loved it. And Rob yeah. loved Flat it. Out, man. He loved it. Yeah. And he had <laughs> he a nice... Did. He had a good... He had Carabana. Fucking rules. Oh, oh the pictures of him yeah. at Carabana are... You know LeBron... Oh, right. Yeah. yeah look, look up Google oh. Rob Ford at Carabana. LeBron James sick. comes to Toronto Carabana mm-hmm. every summer. Did you I know I think that? that's yeah. amazing. And I Rob really Ford, think that's cool. He could dance. He was one of those guys he who was, was light good. on his feet. Oh, yeah. He could wiggle. He could... <laughs> He could, he could wind his waist, as they say. Wind the body. <laughs> the thing is, is like I think Rob Ford did have the same thing that Farley and uh, Fatty, Arbuckle? Fatty Arbuckle had, yeah. where it's like surprisingly athletic mm-hmm. and agile for their yeah. their giant size. Um, Do you think Fatty Arbuckle has ever caught on silent film smoking crack and speaking in the Jamaican patois with like a um, a title that said what he was saying afterwards <laughs> <laughs> and calling Justin Trudeau a beat? <laughs> <Yeah>. That'd be <laughs> amazing. <laughs> oh my god. Um, anyway, so yeah, he stops being the mayor, and there's a in a- April 30th of the following year in 2014. Um, was it John Tory who just took over? Yeah. It's been that fucking long, yeah. eh? Um, a second tape came out of Rob Ford Smoking Crack. Um, I don't even remember that. I know. Yeah, by this time, I think I might have been burnt out. So this whole timeline I've just told you guys was from uh, May 2013 to now... April 2014. It all happened. There was so much, and it happened so quickly. And Mike, so it's 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 October to April. He died in November. So much happened, and then he died. Yeah. No he way. He died like six months later from a weird, crazy cancer that formed in his... I'm not even being funny. Like, in uh-huh. his fat, apparently. Yeah. And then well, he just died yeah. really suddenly. And drug addicts... Uh, I, th- I heard people who abuse drugs... That are overweight can get that. Really? Yeah, I don't know where. And I imagine heard that. the stress also that he was suddenly under, like inter, like from the international press. Oh yeah. Suddenly. Yeah, like, like he was probably running on adrenaline the whole time he was going through that, and then when it's over and he's out, his body just yeah. breaks. I know, like it good. doesn't feel scientific to say, but it really does feel like that just killed him or something. Or I guess his lifestyle and then all everything about it just his body went. We out. Yeah, it, yeah, it happened so quickly, and it was so intense and crazy, and then it just ended. Yeah, it was uh, it was crazy, and then he just yeah. died. And now yeah. his brother is the premier, and he almost rules Ontario like he's getting revenge for his brother. Yeah, he hates. Us. And Doug yes. Ford doesn't have Rob Ford, obviously an idiot, bad, <laughs> bad like uh, take on things, bad politics. But he yeah. was. I feel like Rob Ford at least was he had a, a joie dumb de guy who wanted to please people who, I in, agree. in his heart, was like not evil guy. He was just a dumb I guy. 100% I hundred percent. I think Doug too. Ford is pure evil. I think Me Doug too. Ford's worse yes. too. And yes. also, like Doug Ford, when Rob Ford was around, he was that brother that would whisper in his ear, like "You should be like this," like kind of yeah. semi-controlling him in the politics world to a degree. Absolutely. Yeah. So and it's I sad think- to say that Doug Ford was the brains behind the operation because oh, Doug Ford God. is also. Fucking idiot, but <laughs> but that's why when some people are like, Oh, I kind of miss 
Rob Ford, like clearly when he was the mayor, it was a fucking shit show and it kind of drove us mental. But he did have that like big, dumb, party animal fool yeah. personality I, about him, which is likable by, for the most part. I do for, you know? actually think that, I like kind of like you alluded to, Mike, that Rob in his heart like, thought he was doing good and helping. And yeah. like, I, I don't, I know he said and probably thought some fucked up stuff but i don't think he was like a hateful person i well, think I will, he thought for, i just have been reminded despite what i just said <laughs> specifically it's now june it's pride month the f- oh Rob Ford, yeah oh that's until true until yeah. the like maybe the last year he was mayor yeah whatever they would always make something where he's like the mayor of toronto rob ford would refuse to march to the Pride Parade and always like flee the city, and they'd be like, uh, "We got we got to go to the family cottage that weekend. We can't be in the city." Yeah. So he was like like a football like a dumb football guy born in the sixties. Mm. He was. Did he ever I think, blatantly homophobic? Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Did he ever blatantly say anything against the Pride Parade, or did he? No, and I he think just he marched sneak, in one yeah. at the end. Like he he went to one when he probably needed the numbers the most. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. After the. The um, controversy. <laughs> Do you guys want to know something uh, really crazy? Yeah. Yes. So when all this shit was going down with Rob Ford and the crack smoking and, you know, everything, he was 44. What? I'm older, one year older than Rob Ford right now. That's yes. too old. To, and he was too big to be smoking crack. Also, but also didn't look, he look at me. 59? I don't mean to, like, do I fucking look... Older no. than Rob Ford ever no, was. Rob Ford didn't look great. Like you know I that, feel like I still look a all. De- you know, you, you look fucking. We're hot. all around the same age. Chris, we don't look Chris, like you look Rob better than Rob Ford, Ford did when age? he was addicted to crack. Yeah. <laughs> you guys know that billionaire on Twitter oh, who's paying two million dollars a year to keep himself looking young. Yeah, oh, yeah. Rob Ford wasn't looking as good as that. No, not at no. all. Rob Ford wasn't sleeping in a hyperbaric chamber and. Uh, <laughs> having his son's blood cycle through him. <laughs> Rob Ford looked like a cartoon chicken. <laughs> he did. Drawn by um, yeah. Tex Avery or something. Rob Ford, honey, you got to take care of yourself. You need a Radiohead's best album, Rob Ford, honey. <laughs> I actually remember when Ford was on Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel literally said that, Mike. He said something like, dude, like, take care of yourself. I'm worried you're going to, like, I don't know if he said you're going to die, but he was like, because he looked so unhealthy and sweet. Yeah. Kimmel seems nice, eh? <laughs> yeah. What was the deal? And Rob had and Rob and Doug, Doug have the mysterious third brother Randy, who only wears cowboy hats. Yes. I don't who? know what's up with oh. Randy, dude. Randy was famously so. If you listen, to that, you don't want to do an episode on Randy. We do you'd, though. You'd be putting your life in danger. Uh, it sounds what? like on the the gravy. He's train. the he's the tough one. Randy and Frank D'Angelo are the two ones we're scared of. Doing. Yeah, totally. <laughs> on that gravy train podcast, there's an episode about like yeah. each of the siblings, uh, and Randy Ford, something involved in high school and the drug scene. Mm. There was a dispute with someone, and he bit a guy's nose off. Holy yeah. shit. They also they were like and Rob Ford's sister was shot in the face at some point. Yes, like what the fuck? And they're like a wealthy political family that live like the family on what's that show with William H Macy? Shameless. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So weird, man. It is fucking weird. It's really weird. I don't know. I don't know. Where's the Canadian Kennedys? Um. Well, is it time to summon the evil Oh, here he comes, and he's. Glazed with sweat, <laughs> and he has a bottle of cheap uh, Russian Prince vodka. 
and a crack pipe <laughs> for I can see, and a football. Oh, and look, he's he's sort of doing that thing where he's putting his two fingers up and pretending to eat out a, a lady yes. you know, with his tongue. Oh, Eva oh, have some have some uh, dignity. Yeah. Oh, the evilometer just fell over. <laughs> oh. oh, but he's popular with his local constituents. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh boy, I went first last time, so. I'm going number one. You go first. Based on, I'm saying number, I'm giving him a one mm. based on what we were just saying. Yep. I don't, yeah, I agree. I don't like, think, we already kind of said the thing. I agree with you. I don't think he's, I don't like, it, yeah, he, it, okay, so he made an excuse to go to the family cottage every Pride weekend. <laughs> I don't remember him saying anything blatantly homophobic, though. Do you see what I'm saying? I it's think, like it's like what you're saying. He's just like a big fucking dumb guy. I think he probably held opinions, yeah, and beliefs that yeah. would be offensive to some people, for uh, I sure. I think it's yeah, likely. definitely. <laughs> I do, definitely. too. But, but also, uh, we got to think of... We're talking about an evilometer here. No, he's We're not, not talking I about like a evil. slightly... And I, I think he... I did probably care. I do in his own way. So yeah, I'd give him a one point five. I think I think <laughs> one because like literally most men to a degree can have smoke eke crack. out a one. You know they're used And also to, technically yeah. smoking crack is not evil. It's not. And I mean Especially if it was off time from him doing mayoral duties. Yeah. What's, but yeah. no, I'm not fucking sticking up for Rob Ford. But he just wasn't super evil. He was just like a big goof. Yeah. Michael? I just found, before I give my number... Didn't kill anyone as far as we know. There's an article from the Toronto Star in 2013. Uh, it's like, Rob Ford attends first Pride event. And uh, it's like, he attends his first Pride event... Uh, <laughs> Uh, and raised the rainbow flag okay. uh, in front of a community that he has repeatedly angered. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ford, who has never marched in Pride's signature parade and who voted two weeks ago against funding the festival, received tepid applause upon his noon arrival at the annual flag-raising event on City Hall's green roof. Um, and that would have been post uh, the crack allegation, too, because yeah. that was like a month earlier. So it's just desperate at that point, which is even more pathetic. I I do think he was just a, t- a dumb guy who he would just had have had a happy life being like a repairman or a plumber or something yeah. to do like to have a job to or just make just like someone a high happy. school football coach uh, if they got yeah, paid enough. Coach. Hell yeah, absolutely. Who for some reason I guess wanted to maybe I don't know what the psychology of him and his father was. He obviously wanted to like follow in his dad's footsteps. Doom. The succession. Canadians were like the Canadian succession. And Lord knows what did the dad think of his fucking brood? Yeah. Because he was like a. I think his dad said, I love you, but you're not serious people. Because his dad was like, I fucking love you. The dad was like a stuffed shirt, kind of respectable Ontario politician who had this fucking. Brood of maniac children. Uh, <laughs> I love your double use of the word brood at this point. It's the brood episode. <laughs> it's making um, me think of Oliver Reed. I'm going to say that <laughs> I think Rob Ford, he lent some uh, hilarious uh, glamour to Toronto during his years as mayor. He's going to hit it. Put us on the map. People wanted to be here. It felt like being in New York City. Um, I'm going to give him a four. Okay. Oh, you didn't do the classic, I think, yeah, hammer drop of eight point five or something no, like that. No, 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 no. I like four. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think that's Doug four. Doug four. Doug Rob four. four. Rob four. Rob four. Rob four. Whatever. 
You know what? Back in those days, I remember there was a rumor on Twitter that there was a sex tape of with Rob Ford and a sex worker. Yeah, I remember. But I don't know that they, that never came out, so maybe that wasn't true. Saved our eyes from oh, some no, I'm not gruesome eating, images. I'm not eating enough at home. Was he <laughs> before we end this? Was he ever in, like arrested or charged with like? He had a rocky relationship with his wife. Oh right? yeah, Were there, there was like, a, abuse allegations. There, like mm, you know, I didn't like. There was so much stuff with the crack thing. I right. neglected that, but there was something there. I don't know that it was ever fully acknowledged but didn't she might have called the police I'm on seeing, him once yeah, in 2013 there was a domestic assault call at the all in 2013 at the house um but he wasn't arrested hmm wait wasn't there a thing too like a sort of sex thing where he implied he was a swinger or something I hate to say this too, and this is a hundred percent. I'll look that up and talk about that in a bonus. From looking at photos in the news and videos in the news and stuff, but Renata, that's mm-hmm. his wife, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. she had the sort of. She always kind of had the uh, sort of nervous, scared, perpetually nervous disposition of like a mafia don's wife or something. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Didn't she seem a little bit like? Yeah. Don't. Talk, she stood like, by his she side. She stood by his side, though. Yeah, she stuck out mm-hmm. for him in the media, right? Like Tammy Wynette prophesied. <laughs> um, I'm kind of drunk. Should we end this, puppy? You remind me of Rob Ford in that in that way. Yes, I have plenty to eat at home. Well, I do think that was a. It's good to be back, the three of us in the same fucking room. Room. Yes, I love it. Thanks for filling in room for me, James. I didn't know what I was trying to convey there. Oh, not at all. We're in the same room, which makes it an extra special good episode of... And the next thing I want to call uh, Mayor Britannia in Hamilton and tell him that uh, we're going to have to spank their little uh, tiger cats. Oh, and the last thing was um, Olivia Gondak. It, it says that I wanted to eat her pussy. Olivia Gondak. I've never said that in my life to her. I would never do that. I'm happily married. I've got more than enough to eat at home. Thank what about what about drinking and driving, Mayor? What about drinking and driving? This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 